For it is the God who said, let light shine out of the darkness. Amen? We find ourselves in the month of February, a month that's filled with celebrations of love, relationship, and history. I'm not sure if I'm going to give you a history lesson or a sermon this morning, but whenever we talk and God is with us, it becomes a sermon. I remember a line in Hamilton that I absolutely loved. And it went, who will tell your story? So this morning, church, I'm going to tell a little of our story. There was a man that was born and some think that he was a light the minute he was born. He was born into slavery, not in the deep south, but in Delaware. Born to a young mother who gave him the name of Absalom. Normally slaves take on their master's last name. Absalom as a young man decided not to take the master's name, but chose the name Jones. He found it quite appropriate for an American name. So we know that he had hope. This young man, born into slavery, was quite unusual from birth. And in reading the material, I thought he must have been a beautiful child. The reason I thought this is that Absalom, even in his master's house, when the master had guests, the guests would give the small child pennies. And he saved these pennies. And when he became a teenager, he taught himself to read. This young man was a slave, and yet, as a slave, he was able to find extra work and to get paid for it. So I think he must have been a beautiful child. There's something about beauty and people that regardless as to the shade of the skin, they can be accepted. Now Absalom, as a young man, went on to take a bride. He worked hard and bought her freedom, not his first, he bought her freedom so that their children would be born free. Now Absalom, was fortunate that he lived in a community, it seems, that was accepted of other individuals different from themselves. He found himself in a church, a church as a slave that he helped build. He later became a worshiper there and even was licensed as a lay preacher through the Methodist church. There came an occasion one Sunday when Absalom and friends, and he had a friend by the name of Richard Allen. He and Richard were great evangelists, and they were allowed to worship at St. George's Methodist Episcopal Church. 
Remember, he had helped build this church. He was invited into the church. He worshiped as part of the congregation. He taught Sunday school. He preached. But this particular Sunday, as I heard a preacher once say, God walked in and the devil followed him. There was a confrontation in church that particular Sunday and the ushers began to physically remove people of color. They began to segregate their church. They were in the midst of praying and ushers were physically removing individuals. Absalom asked if they could finish their prayer. They were granted permission to finish. And they finished their prayer. They got up and they left that church. Now was Absalom through with God? By no means. Absalom then formed his own church. He had members. Remember, the church had gotten so large that there really wasn't enough room. We looked like we were mixed. We had to segregate you. So in his church, they could worship freely. Now, St. Thomas Episcopal Church was formed. It came under the umbrella of the Episcopal Church. And before you say, well, aren't we special? Hold on. Hold on. They were granted the right to be under the umbrella of the Episcopal Church, but you did not participate in anything in the diocese. You did not participate in the convention. We'll hide you. Now, I don't know about St. Thomas, but I came from a predominantly African-American church, St. Matthias. And the one thing I know about our church, we were proud to play our pledges. We understood what the money meant to the church. So, we had separate African-American churches. We had quite only Episcopal churches. Did that mean that we were going away? By no means. By no means. Absalom is that saint that I look to for hope, that I look to for courage, and I definitely know he had faith. I liked his style as a deacon. I loved his style because it would have been easy to go away and say, here, no, no, you confess that you love God, you confess that you know God, you confess that all of God's children are welcome. Let's see. I think he called the challenge, and he stayed. He stayed and offered his gifts, gave his gifts. And whether we were welcome or not, we were present, and we are present. When I look back on who will tell our story, the story is of all of us. The story of who we are, how we got here, the hope, the courage, the faith, 
that we say that we believe in and hold as Episcopalian was proven in this one former slave. As a slave, he experienced domination, exclusion, and violence, and yet excellent sought liberation. There is so much in his story as to how we got where we are today. I love that it took him 10 years, 10 years after finding and keeping a church going that someone said he is now a priest and he was ordained a priest. When I think back on my struggles of becoming a deacon, one of the idols that I could pray to, one of our icons was indeed Absalom. Because he went before me. Because he took all the heat. Because he said that I am one of God's children and I'm going to be part of this church. Now his friend, Richard Allen, went on, not leaving the church, remembering that these men were born into slavery. I was asked once, how is it that the black man can take on the white man's religion? Really? You really think God belongs to you? Do you really believe that? I said, oh, we just took it, we twisted it, we made it our own, and we did. When you sing those black gospels, those spirituals that hit the heart, the spirituals that make you moan, you hear the hope, you hear the courage, oh, and you know that they were faithful. Now, Absalom is a hero in the Episcopal Church to those with black and brown skin. When individuals tell me about, they can trace, trace their ancestry back to the Mayflower. I am a proud Episcopalian that goes back to the 1700s, to a day that should have turned any man's heart against that church. And he said, no. God walked in, but the devil spoke first. There were some good people in this man's life. We know that from the pennies. We know that from the pennies. And we know that from being allowed to be under the umbrella of God. Today's gospel speaks of you no longer are a servant. You are now my friend. We are in this together. And on this day, this day of love, the day that we celebrate, we love everyone. I'm going to ask you to, be, to begin to look 
beyond your comfort zone to look, look beyond our history, embrace our history, know that it was a struggle then and it's going to be a struggle now. We're at a time, a crossroads in our faith, a crossroads in our life. How strong is your faith? Well, I can tell you because of Axel and Jones. Axel and Jones says that I belong. It says that I can continue to tell the story of who we are, who we are as a people, who we are as a faith. We are in this together. I am amazed that we have one. We have one saint of color, but not really, because if you start to look deep and look at the names of the saints, you know that all of God's children are represented. You know that a child in every tribe was born with a light. I ask you to let your light shine. Do not put it under a bushel. Do not put it under a basket. Do not put it under a bush. But for Absalom Jones's sake, let your little light shine. Amen. <laughs>